We are now into the last of the two weeks of lockdown imposed on Lagos, Ogun states, and Abuja. Lagos had been on a lockdown a week before President Muhammadu Buhari finally decided to address Nigerians, and in so doing declared a two-week lockdown on the state's aforementioned, which meant Lagosians will be home for three weeks, in a bid to flatten the curve in the graph of those infected by the COVID-19 virus. Some other states like Akiti, Rivers, Kaduna, Ondo, took the initiative to also close their borders. In Bauchi State, the deputy governor declared the lockdown over, while the governor was still under quarantine, after testing positive to the virus. Only markets selling food items are allowed to open in Lagos, for a specific time period, every other day. Elsewhere in Katsina, Muslim clerics successfully persuaded Governor Masari to lift the suspension earlier placed on Friday Jamaat prayers, that led to a protest by our eight Muslim youths days back, leading to the burning of a police station in Kusada, with the arrest of 90 protesters, and one death recorded amongst the rioters, even as the state recorded its first COVID-19 case, that of a private medical practitioner who'd recently returned to the state where its practice is located from Lagos. Most states in the north, and Oyo state in the southwest have yet to lock down their state, with the governor, Makande, who had been in isolation after testing positive to COVID-19, before testing negative earlier this week, of the latter declaring that he might not have to toe the line of his neighbors, as there's nothing to show that a lockdown helps in reducing the numbers by curbing the spread of the virus, pointing to the Czech experience. He also hinted to the political side of things when he alluded that PDP states like his, are expected to go begging in Abuja for COVID-19 relief, that APC states like Lagos are getting on a plater. His assertion has now been corroborated by his river state counterpart. The official numbers have continued to rise, but not as exponentially as feared. But Nigerians know what official means, another word that comes into play is confirmed, which the Nigerian Center for Disease Control, NCDC has not been shy to use, seeing as testing in Nigeria appear to be restricted to those who have begun to show symptoms, and if confirmed to be positive, those they've been associated with gotten through contact tracing. Those who suspect that they might have contracted the virus can also be tested especially if they have political connections, as with many governors and their aides nationwide, a few of which we've been told requested for a repeat of the test, after testing positive, and of course the wealthy, even though the NCDC has denied that they've been partial in the dispensation of their activities. Back to the issue of official numbers. I don't think I grew up at a time official members were still believed as fact in Nigeria, the official population figures is not taken seriously, even by some governmental agencies, talk more the people. Let me give you an example using a recent event. Just last week, Inmates of a prison in Kaduna protested to the authorities within the correctional facility over conditions in the prison that could leave them prone to contracting the COVID-19 virus. Somewhere along the line things got out of hand, and gunfire was heard within the vicinity of the prisons. Sahara reporters immediately came out with a report that eight of the inmates had died, and went ahead to list their names. The prison authorities quickly countered the news, stating that only one inmate had died, and several others injured. They later changed the number to two, and very recently to four. That is what official numbers mean in Nigeria, the same goes for military losses in the fight against Boko Haram in Nigeria's northeast. In the space of time, from the first week to the fourth since the detection of the first case, the situation in Nigeria cannot be compared to what's happening elsewhere, as seen below, down pointing finger. Italy, Italy. February 21, 2020, 21 cases. March 27, 2020, 86,498 cases. USA, United States. February 21, 2020, 16 cases. March 27, 2020, 100,037 cases. France, France. 
February 26, 2020, 18 cases. March 27, 2020, 32,964 cases. Germany, Germany. February 25, 2020, 18 cases. March 27, 2020, 50,178 cases. Spain, Spain. February 27, 2020, 25 cases. March 27, 2020, 64,059 cases. Iran, Iran. February 19, 2020, 5 cases. March 27, 2020, 32,332 cases. South Africa, South Africa. March 1, 2020, 1 case. March 27, 2020, 1,170 cases. With Nigeria recording less than 250 cases by yesterday 7th of April, 2020. A perplexed Dr. Moon even asked me, if the strain of the virus in Nigeria is different from that ravaging the rest of the world, where spaces in the morgues have been exhausted, such that the dead by COVID-19 are now being kept in refrigerated trucks in New York, and most been buried placed in cardboard coffins? I saw a video of the situation in Ecuador, of corpses lining the streets. Awaiting collection by city officials. This is the situation around the world, which many Africans see, and wonder what exactly is going on. I doubt any Nigerian truly wants the situation to spiral out of control, yet many are skeptical, and wonder about the numbers been bandied about, especially as the current number of dead, sixes at the time of writing this have more of the numbers outside those in the control of the NCDC, than within it, including the friend of that professor at University of Aloran Teaching Hospital, Yuith who endangered the lives of medical personnel and other patients, when he breached protocol to make sure his friend was seen, without disclosing his recent travel history, and symptoms relating to that of COVID-19, claiming he was suffering from food poisoning, similar to an earlier case at the Lagos University Teaching Hospital, Luth, where family members of a patient also refused to disclose the truth. Many people have also reported cases of deaths suspected to have been from COVID-19, and social media is awash with such stories, and these are not been added to the number because they hadn't passed through the NCDC besides the fact that most of the dead weren't tested, neither were their relatives or their contacts, like it was done in Quara State, with the result of the wife turning up positive, and contact tracing modalities activated, while the professor friend of the deceased has now been suspended, as investigations into the case continue. It is encouraging news that recoveries continue to be recorded at different isolation centers across the country, however in a situation where only those with symptoms are tested, it is possible that those who've been infected but remain asymptomatic, with the ability to infect many others in their carrier state are in large numbers, and live amongst us. This is where the fear of community infection becomes a headache, and a situation we'd prefer not to see happen, begin to stare us in the face. On the flip side, if Nigeria's numbers are heavily downplayed, then it is possible that we may have turned the corner, and a lot of people must have fallen ill and even recovered without linking their illness to COVID-19, and the deaths we see and hear about, would be the cases in which complications set in, especially amongst those with underlying illnesses, because really I can't point to anything extraordinary that Nigerians did to have managed to keep the numbers this low, within the time under review. The lockdown has broken down in many of the states that had been declared. After a soldier killed a young man in Wari, Delta State for flouting the rules of the lockdown, the people responded by defiantly trooping out to the roads to continue life as usual. Traffic logjam even returned to some parts of Lagos, the epicenter of COVID-19 in Nigeria, while some major roads were turned into spaces for aerobics. Lagosians exercising along the Bogota Expressway. And other types of exercises. All in the full glare of police and other security agents saddled with the responsibility of enforcing a lockdown. 
In some areas these security agents have been found to have turned checkpoints into extortion centers targeting motorists who want to pass through their blockades to other destinations. It would appear that the people have become weary of staying at home doing nothing, but that's understandable, and when people understand why they have to be at home, they'd find a way to overcome their weariness. Having said this, I don't know if it's just lack of understanding that's responsible for what we are seeing, considering what happened with the actress Funka Akindele whose husband, in celebrating his birthday, at a house party, with guests not ensuring social distancing, for which both of them were charged, found guilty, fined and made to do community service by a court, where social distancing wasn't adhered to, as journalists jostled to catch a glimpse of the couples as they made their way into and outside of the court. It looks more like it is that pension amongst Nigeria's rich, wealthy and elite to live above the law, is the reason we are where we are today simply because they refuse to adhere to instructions, such as self-isolation after returning to Nigeria from countries with high rate of infection and deaths from the virus, in the first place. It is also why you see people jogging on roads devoid of vehicular traffic, and they are also the ones who can afford to bribe their way through checkpoints, amongst others. Finally, it would appear that the efforts of government, both of the federal and state government, to alleviate the suffering of the masses, especially those who live on what they make on a daily basis, by providing palliatives in form of cash, by the federal government, or foodstuff, by state government, have been compromised. The federal government recently claimed that it has distributed N2 trillion amongst indigent and vulnerable members of the Nigerian public but those numbers been bandied around have yet to impress people beyond the few that were shown on TV collecting. The financial package, of which the recent breaking news of a fire gutting Treasury House, where the Office of the Accountant General is located in Abuja, a day after the leadership of the House of Assembly sought to know the modality employed by the Minister of Humanitarian Affairs, Disaster Management, and Social Development, Hijia Sajia Umar Farouk, in transferring cash to the poor and vulnerable in Nigeria, this morning, leaves the discerning wondering if one isn't related to the other. Another news of interest, is the directive by the President to the Chief of Customs, to release impounded imported bags of rice for distribution to poor Nigerians. The same rice Nigerians were warned not to consume because of its toxicity, in the days when the government thought it tried to proffer reasons for banning the importation of rice into the country, in order to promote local production. As for the Lagos state government, after showcasing warehouses filled with items for Lagosians, only unsustainable fractions ended up getting distributed among some lucky members of the public. Greater than view this post on Instagram. Greater than. 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 Greater than coronavirus relief package. Lagos. Greater than. Greater than a post shared by Kovic, Admitikovic, on Mar 28, 2020 at 7.56 a.m. PDT. Without social distancing. It is therefore not surprising to find reports of people breaking into warehouses in Bielsa and Lagos states. Carting away foodstuff is making the news. If feelers making the rounds to the effect that the lockdown will be further extended, is anything to go by, on the one hand it will make achievement of objectives set in combating this disease possible, on the other hand, if things continue this way the fragile balance the society is standing on now, especially in places like Lagos, can tip in favor of chaos, especially when people consider themselves between the devil of staying indoors to die, and the deep blue sea of going outside and contracting COVID-19, with chances of survival. Kovic. Picture credit. HTTPS colon slash slash guardian dotting slash news. HTTPS colon slash slash www.nyroland.com.